Amen. Powerful teaching from the teachers. Amen. This morning's lesson in review is in every nation. And the focus verse is Acts 10. Uh-huh. He that feareth him for his righteousness is accepted. Mm-hmm. So the lesson text comes from Acts 10, 34 through 48, 15, 6 through 17. And the truth about God is that he saves all who comes to him in what? No matter the ethnicity. And the truth for my life is... Well, we better work on it. Oh, we better work on it. Because uh, I'm here to tell you today, we're failing miserably. Amen. Um, yeah, we, we got some work to do on that part. Amen. Um, we we got to work on some prejudice, and we, everybody in the room got some portion. So don't sit and look at me. You do. You do. We got some work to do, church. Because if you think you're going to get to heaven and it's all going to be us, you sadly mistaken. <laughs> you're going to have to learn how to get along. You're going to have to learn how to love. Folk that don't look like you. Folk that don't dress like you. They don't eat like you eat. They don't smell like you smell. God is saving some folks without bath and body works. God is saving some folk that ain't got no bra on. God is saving some folks. I know you don't like it. I know you don't. I'm coming down your row in a minute. Uh, uh, God is saving some folks that ain't got a bank account. Ain't got good credit. Um, Their teeth may be a little messed up from smoking. Hmm. Uh, God is saving some people that had a pretty bad reputation. Everybody in the room had one. Don't, don't, don't play with me today. Don't, don't play with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love how God dealt with Peter, you know. I, I love I love Peter, you know. Everybody tried to give Peter a hard time. But I I, I I love Peter. You know, his his spirit and his, you know, his boldness and his attitude, you know. Not saying that Peter was right all the time, because he was wrong plenty of times. But when he got it right, he got it shown up right. <laughs> and when he did get it right, my God, <laughs> Woo! one of the most powerful men that walked the earth. Woo! So we had a vision. Uh, Sister Marsha talked about vision. And, uh, you know, it's important that the people of God open your eyes. Everybody just kind of open your eyes a little bit. Because I believe the church has been walking around with eyes closed. Yeah, 
we refuse to put on spiritual eyes. You know, it, it's also funny that everything we done gone through in the past three years, nobody could see nothing until after the fact. You know, now everybody want to see. You know, oh, I saw it coming. Oh, you did. Uh-huh. We got so many spiritually blinded people hmm, call themselves a part of the kingdom of God. It's mind-blowing that we can't see past our nose. We can't see the people sitting amongst us. We can't see the people that we come in contact with and the spirits that we're dealing with. Can't see nothing. Can't. We can't perceive like Sister Tina talked about the word perception. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I like what God does is that, you know, he pushes us out of our comfort zone. <laughs> and he pushes us to see a little different. Because if you stay amongst your own folk, in your own hood, in your own comfort, you're going to see very little. And sometimes, you know, I like God is just so creative. Don't y'all think he's so creative? Sometimes he do a little this, Elder. Push it. Uh-huh. And it don't necessarily feel good. And you don't necessarily understand it. Uh-huh. Because what? It goes against your flesh. It goes against the grain. And God is a master at going against the grain. So here he's dealing with Peter. Uh-huh. He's dealing with Peter. I just love it. I, I love it. He's giving him a vision. Now, not that Peter wasn't on the right track. But God was trying to take Peter a little bit more higher. Into purpose. Uh-huh. Because his purpose was had to yet be fully revealed. Peter thought it was just about him standing up against the rulers in the second book of Acts and telling them men and brethren, you know, we got to repent, be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the mission of our sins, and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And goes on with this beautiful, powerful, excellent sermon. But he thought his work was just to them. Hmm. Hmm. Just like some of us in the kingdom think that our words are just to us. And so God said, now wait a minute, Peter. I'm going to have to expand your vision. And sometimes God pushes us to what? Expand the vision. Because you're limited. Uh-huh. You got one track vision. I don't know if y'all have been around people with one track. It's very frustrating. It, 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 it's very frustrating. Because you're trying to think big. You know, uh, God is dealing with you and you got dreams and you know, God is tugging on you, calling your name, and you don't feel comfortable no more, and you're trying to grow and expand, and around folks that got limited one-track mind, one-track 
vision, can't see nothing outside of the fog. Very frustrating. Huh. And so God gives him a vision. And it's very unique. <laughs> There's this sheep that's coming down from heaven. Hmm. And if I could paraphrase this vision, it was a sheep full of meat. Mm-hmm. It was some beef, chicken, turkey, seafood, huh? Four footed beasts. It was a sheep full of meat. Oh, that would have got us excited. Uh huh. Because what do us church folks like to do? We like to eat, right? So that would have got us excited. Come on, somebody. But we have to understand, now, Peter was very strict with his Jewish culture. And so it didn't move him, uh-huh, because he was a very strict on his kosher diet. So you have to understand, everybody ain't like you. Mm-hmm. And so God knew, <laughs> That the man followed his strict Jewish culture. He wasn't going out eating crab and shrimp. Uh-huh, not Peter. Uh-huh. No. Uh. He ain't going out to the buffet eating all that meat and stuff, touching and dairy next to the meat. No, no. That was Peter's problem. Not that he was slow or uh, not that, you know, uh, God couldn't deal with, you know, his mind was slow. None of that. But it was his culture. Do we understand that sometimes what hinders us can be the way that we were brought up in our own culture? Absolutely. It can be a hindrance. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Culture. The way you were raised and brought up, the way we all were, there were a lot of good, but there were some things that limited us. Just, you know, be real about it and confess it. Yeah. And so God shows him this vision. Peter says now he knew this was from God. (laughs) See, the Holy Ghost will let you know. Uh, that's, a, that's a beautiful thing about the Holy Ghost. You know, when God gives you a vision, you know it's God. Uh-huh. You know it ain't the pork chops you ate the night before. You'll know that it was from God. Uh-huh. He knew it was something divine and it was something supernatural. Hmm. So this weight on his spirit kept seeing this sheet coming down with all this meat on it. Hmm? And Peter had never eaten nothing that was unclean. If you look back in the book of Leviticus, when God was telling them what to eat and what not to eat, to separate themselves, don't you even come in contact with a dead body. Because the minute you do, you're what, church? Unclean. You're unclean. You become common. 
that moment. Oh, 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 we're in the right church then. So we can understand why Peter said, no, Lord. Not me. Huh? Not me. I ain't touched nothing that was unclean or common. He's trying to abide uh, by the Jewish tradition that was handed down by their fathers. That's all he was doing. That's all. <laughs> but God had a bigger vision. And sometimes, uh, look, God will come and mess your whole world up. You think you're going about doing stuff, a good thing, in the right way, and you all comfortable, and you're just having a good time, and you're just serving the Lord, and then all of a sudden, whoop, huh? God step in, pushes you to come up a little higher. Let me tell you, that ain't comfortable. It ain't, it ain't comfortable. I don't know who told y'all that, but they lied. <laughs> when God push you, uh, woo, my God, begin to cut some stuff off, sisters. It ain't comfortable because it's like a razor. Jesus. God make you look at yourself, Roll. You're like, ooh, my God. All this stuff is still in me. It sure is. It sure is. Oh, it's, it's in there. You thought it was all gone when you got baptized. No, sis, they lied to you. God ain't got rid of all of that. You, you ain't just dancing on tulips and all squeaky clean. You got to fight your flesh every day. I don't know who told you that lie. Uh -huh. who, who told them that, Elder? The, the minute I got the Holy Ghost, I was so super saved. She couldn't touch me no more. You fool. And that's why the devil got you like he do. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, um, it's something about when God pushes his people to come up higher, <laughs> to expand your vision, to open up your focus. Because God was imprinting to Peter, Peter, I appreciate what you're doing, I appreciate your devotion. Because, see, the man of God was devoted. Oh, see, we try to be hard on Peter, but he was devoted. Uh-huh. He kept and abided by what he was taught and what he was instructed. Oh, that was a good thing. <laughs> he didn't bash Peter for that. Uh-huh. But what he did, he said, now, Peter, just expand it some, son. Huh? Because we're going to have to open it up, not just to the nation of Israel. Now the kingdom has come to the Gentiles. All of the words that I spoke through the prophets about coming to the Gentiles. Now guess what? It's here. The time is here. It's right now, Peter. Right now, Peter. Oh, my God. And so God had to deal with Peter's heart. That's the thing, is that, you know, we should be praying that God deal with people's heart. You know, we, we love to preach and, you know, teach and shove stuff down folk throat. 
you know, you got to get it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We should be asking God, God, go before me and deal with the hearts of the people. You got to deal with the hearts of the people or else I'm wasting my time. They will not receive it. I don't care how much you moan, how much you sweat, how much you run around the church, how much you stand on the church pew and preach till you see heaven gates open. If they don't have the heart to receive it, you just don't sweat it. God had to prepare Peter's heart. Hmm. Wow. So now we have to understand now, he's giving Peter this vision. It's around lunchtime. Peter is hungry. He hadn't eaten. God shows him this vision three times. Like he dealt with Paul about the thorn in his flesh three times. Hmm. Sometimes you miss God and sometimes you just don't get God right away. <laughs> I guess y'all ain't been there. Huh? We think we're going to grow in God overnight. But as he showed through his word, it's a process. Sometimes God has to come back to you because he know you didn't get it. You think you're going to get it right away. And I'm here to tell you, it don't work like that all the time. <laughs> it's many times if we just be honest, we have missed it. I have I, I missed it. Am uh, I talking to the right kind of people? Elder, been in church all my life. Been around holiness for a long time. Hipping, dugging, and dodging. I did all. Ran from the call. All of that. But when I got on Straight Street, uh huh, and I labored before God and took it serious and put my whole heart into it, I didn't realize that I still was missing God at times. I was still missing it. Mm -hmm. Out of all the good stuff that, you know, that I've done and labored in ministry and all those things, missing God. Huh? Because we got to realize now, like Peter, God is so big. <laughs> He's so mighty. He's so powerful. My God. My mind is too small to wrap it around the whole scope of God. And I'm, it's a lifetime of me learning about him. It's much of the Bible that I know, I don't know enough. You hear me? As much as we quote and as much as we hear and listen to and oh, it just is just, just a sprinkle. Because that's just how awesome this God is. My God. And Peter 
had to come to the realization here. As the heavens are what? Above the earth? So are the thoughts of God. Oh my God. Oh, we think we're so much. Oh, we can get our little house of diddy and our little tubes and we can get puffed up with this flesh and it's so musty and stinking and loose and we just think we got it all made in the shade. Can't nobody tell us nothing. That's why people can't grow now. Can't be told. Now love Peter. After he told him, no Lord, I ain't did. No, I ain't touching nothing clean on teeth. Three times he told the Lord no. But after that third time. <laughs> Woo! Now I get it, God. Now my eyes is open now. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. What you, whatever you doing. And I heard a song say, Lord, whatever you doing in this season, please don't do it without me. If you're saving, if you're healing, whatever you're doing in this season, please, please don't do it without me. Well, Peter had to get on God's board. See, God ain't got to agree with our narrow thinking. Huh? It's up to us to come up to where God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on up. Yeah, come on up. Out of the basement. I know you've been on mustard seed faith for 30 years, honey, but it's time for that mustard seed to grow. <laughs> that don't mean you always got mustard seed faith. Come on here. That may have been where you started, huh? But it, it got to grow. It should have some watermelon seed faith by now. You're in a church this long and that's all you still got? In Master Seed, Sister Leach, you've been saved 40 years. Vision. I'm thinking. Our faith. We're not pushing it. We're not being challenged. That's why we're not growing. Huh. Peter said later on in his epistle, that we should grow in the what? The grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That was Peter's words. And he knew it was a process. Uh-huh. Because he had been there where his prejudice, where his small thinking, his limited vision was a hindrance. Oh. Hmm. That's a message to the church today. Hmm? Here to tell you, you're thinking too small. But look 
get all of you. You're thinking too small. You're thinking too small. The God that you serve is so big and so mighty. Huh? There's so much that God has yet to do in your life. We're just getting started. As long as we've been doing this, can you imagine? We're just getting started. <laughs> huh? Is there any limits to what God can do? Uh-huh. 
and his kingdom is a diverse worldwide all nation kingdom. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. I believe John said in the book of Revelations there was going to be a great multitude which no man could number of all nations uh, and kindreds and people and tongues. God's going to have some everywhere. All around. Uh-huh. And we can't get past these 50 states. All we see was in the 50 states. Like these are the only Gentiles on the planet. Oh no, honey. It's Gentiles all, all over the world. You hear me? Uh-huh. Uh, we done got into this lackadaisical approach as Gentiles serving God. Taking God lightly and for granted like we got a monotony on the kingdom. <laughs> and God is constantly showing us, y'all don't run nothing. It's my kingdom. It's my church. He told Peter, the same apostle. I, I like it, Peter. That's all right, because I like when God straightened me out and give me revelation. See, the problem is the church don't like to be straightened out and given revelation. But see, that's how the apostles were powerful, because they could receive correction. Peter, upon this rock, I'll build my church. Not the apostles, but mine. <laughs> it ain't Moses' church, it's mine. It's not the prophet's church, it's mine. And he run it how he want to run it. And he is the chief that is in charge. He decides who get in and who get kicked out. Not you, not me. We just the mailman. That's all. Uh-huh. And we as a Gentile church have been guilty. Uh-huh. Of slaying folks. Being overly judgmental. Uh-huh. Not staying in our lane. Look at your neighbor and say, stay in your lane. <laughs> you don't run God's kingdom. <laughs> you don't know who God is dealing with. You don't know who God is getting ready to pour his spirit out on. You don't know. We scratching, trying to perceive the things and the move of God. Ah, but you'll ever be learning. Maybe y'all will get the revelation by tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> and Peter, he obeys God. God gives him instruction. See, that's the beautiful thing about the Holy Ghost. It don't come just to speak in tongues and all those things. You know, that's the evidence that it's there. 
does a whole lot more. It actually instructed Peter. When was the last time you got instruction? Don't answer. Don't, don't, don't answer that. When was the last time the Holy Ghost instructed you? Peter, it's going to be three men or so. Now you receive them. Uh-huh. You go with them. Uh-huh. You follow the direction that I tell you. Uh-huh. Peter was in a place now, after God dealt with him, of obedience. He didn't resist. He did whatever God told him to do. Everything came to pass. It was three minutes ago. <laughs> Everything the Holy Ghost told him. Uh-huh. So he follows the leading of the Holy Ghost to a Gentile. Oh, wait now, Peter. Now, Jews ain't even supposed to sit down and eat dinner with y'all. Y'all dogs. Uh-uh. Hey, no. Oh. But see, by then, God had pricked the heart of Peter. When's the last time God pricked your heart? Don't put yourself on blast. When's the last time God told you to come out of there and go pray for somebody? The Holy Ghost leads you. Huh? With instructions. Point A, point B, and C. That's what the Holy Ghost did with the apostles. What's our problem? Oh, but y'all get quiet on the first lady. <laughs> You're right, because we kick against the Holy Ghost. We kick against God. You say you're full of the Holy Ghost. You got all this power and all this anointing. Why haven't it led you to do some instruction? Why haven't it led you? Huh? Ah, I'm scratching my head here. Because it ain't lining up with the scriptures, Pastor. Somebody help me out. Help first lady. I'm struggling. The Holy Ghost separated Paul and Barnabas for the work. Huh? When was the last time you got separated for the work? Up the door? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna be silent on that one. Uh-huh. Because it wasn't designed just to make you shout and feel good. Because God is about souls. You hear me? S-O-U-L-S. In kingdom, K-I-N-G-D-O-M.
God is pushing his people with all that knowledge you should be doing something with it huh to help To whom much is given, then much is required of you. Not for you to sit and twiddle your thumbs. So, uh, let's talk about, because see, you know, the devil is a master at division. We must uh, admit it that we're in a church culture now that is very divided. What are some things that divides us? We done hit on a few points. Ministry. Uh, Tina, Minister Tina had talked about traditions. Or now traditions have their place. We, huh? But sometimes, you know, we think traditions overrule what God say. Huh? Anything else? Let me think. For a few minutes. Y'all come on, talk to me. Pride maybe? Pride is a big one. Hmm? Uh-huh. Culture. Is that what I hear? Culture. Yes. Tradition is one of the biggest ones because what it does is it makes us disobey the truth. We would hold to tradition and we would have we would trash the truth of God's word because of tradition. Tradition. We we failed to change. Uh-huh. Anybody else got something? Pastor, you got anything? Uh-huh. So, you know, you know what everybody talking about nowadays is church hurt. Yeah. Let me tell you something. You got to be in charge of your own spiritual life. Mm-hmm. Look, everybody done has some negative experience. But you can't let that overrule you serving God. Huh? Oh, well, that's true, Pastor. Yeah, they don't put out, and then you reap it. Uh huh, uh huh. Well, uh huh. Absolutely. Amen. 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 That's right. Come on. It's the truth. If we like you, we treat you better. Uh If we like you, we hold our tongue. Uh If we like you, we overlook your problem. Right. Come on. It's the truth. But we forgot the Bible say you're going to reap what, what you, you sow. sow. 
the old folks always said, baby, don't do that because you're going to reap what you sow. You're going to reap what you sow. If sold. you would write yourself uh -huh. a note uh -huh. and tell yourself, you baby, you get it out, you sure going to get it back. back. I don't care if you give it out on Monday. It may show back up on Sunday, That's maybe right. a few years down the road. That's right. That's right. There's Amen. a law to this heart. Yes. Amen. Amen. I, I, and, you know, I want to take up your... your no, your go subject. ahead, Pastor. But I've seen folk. I've been in church sometimes. Uh-huh. I've seen folk that want to play the victim, want to throw Amen. rocks and hide their hands. Absolutely. When their time comes. Let me tell you something. If your wife don't give it to you, your children will. If Come your on. children don't give it to Come you, on. your job will. Come on. If your job don't give it to That's you, right. your job will. And sometimes he attack your health because you won't keep your Ooh. mouth closed. Come on, Pastor. You won't be obedient. That's right. That's right. A lot of folks have got all these different things going on, ailments in their bodies. Because they won't confess and apply the word to their lives. That's right. So we, you, don't look for excuses. Uh-huh. Because if you look for excuses, that's all you're going to get. And you'll never straighten up your mess. And the problem going to keep on coming because you ain't changed you. Amen. That's right. If you don't ever change you, you're going to keep it. I don't know why folks just don't respect you. You don't respect nobody else. That's right. You got to give respect in order to get it. God ain't going to let everybody respect you. That, the, that stuff the world is telling is lies. Lies. There's billionaires that got money but ain't got no respect or no credibility. That's right. You glamorize. Uh-huh. If we don't stop making excuses for Ooh, where we come on, are. Come on, come on. I told you some time ago, where are your feelings at? Hurt my feelings, where they at? Where they at? Where they at? You don't know. It's up here in your mind. Your mind lying come to you. Ain't there nobody in here been enslaved? Nope. But why in February... Uh, come, we want to have our feelings on our sleeve. Ain't nobody been whipped with, with no whip. Come on. Ain't nobody been shot down in the street. Black Lives Matter thing was a big joke. Uh huh. The lesbians and the gays got the money. Uh huh. <laughs> That's right. Come on. Mm -hmm. And then come to find out more white folks and got killed by the police than black folks. Uh-huh. Come yep. on. But they gonna blame And you in right? your feeling, uh -huh. not dealing with your issues, and won't folks want to feel sorry for yourself. Uh -huh. That's why you can't get no help. Come you gotta own up to you know. Own you it. know one thing I like about God? The Holy Ghost didn't come until you owned up to you. That's right. Ownership. You, if you didn't pay ownership to your sin, to your own stuff. ownership to your weakness, yep. ownership to your attitude, Woo! you didn't get no help come from on, God. Come on, come on. Now look on. at it. Look at it now. 
We're backing up from ownership. And what God's doing, backing up from us. Woo! Amen. Accountability. Uh huh. We all need to learn that lesson. <laughs> you are accountable for you. And my my thinking is, Pastor, uh, it'd be a shame before God. I'd have come this far, and I let some monkeys stop me from serving God because they supposedly said something to hurt my feelings. That, that that would be a shame. Rather than for me to be the butt of the joke, I'm going to laugh too. Exactly. And then you know what I'm telling you? Now you want to know what I think about you? Facts. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because everybody's got a thought, but right. there's no reason for a child of God to play a victim. Absolutely. Everybody in here was dirty. Absolutely. And, and we had spiritual maggots rolling off of everybody in That's here. right. We that's the only way we, quali we qualify to the church. We uh, a pro that's why we can't rightfully judge a prostitute, a whoremonger, a lesbian, a punk, a Jew, a Gentile, any kind of perversion out there because you and I had something. And guess what? Something ain't but two feet behind. It's the truth, Pastor. <laughs> we ain't got room ain't but to talk two feet behind. about and it, if it wasn't for the grace of God, we would not have today. come out. Absolutely. Because when he was drawing us, we didn't want to come out. Absolutely. Don't tell me you were stupid with sin, because matter of fact, you still got a leftover. You know, uh, uh, all the ex-murdered and, and, and all, all those folks that do multiple crimes, they keep a souvenir. You got one. Uh-huh. That's the thing about God. He leave us with a souvenir. Huh? So that you don't forget where you came from. <laughs> and a lot of saints don't forget where you came from. And that's why you in your hole, in your ditch. Huh? Trying to pretend that we so saved. While you snubbing your nose down at other folks. Oh, <laughs> God got a sense of humor. God has been the master of cheats off, ain't it? Suppose it. Huh? And we it all made in the shade. <laughs> Come down. Oh, Sister Leach, take up the offer. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, 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 wait. The pastor got something he burning. Hey, Pastor, Woo! Pastor is so nice, he gave us two feet, but we really ain't got the one. <laughs> <laughs> two feet. <laughs> you just stepped on the feet, Pastor. as a unit. And see, this is the problem. Uh-huh. Remember, in, I believe Psalm, I forgot for which one, behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together, together in unity. unity. Yeah. And, and, and the thing about it is we 
have seemingly forgotten that is a requirement of saints of God to get along. Uh-huh. Yep, God, yep, yep. You know what? If if everybody in here was bold enough and, and if the saints could handle it, you tell everybody in here what God, I ain't telling you to do it now. You tell folks what sins God brought you out of. I guarantee you, he brought everybody in here out of different ones. I'm right. talking about some of them secret embarrassing sins. That's right. That you promise you ain't going to tell nobody. That's right. Since God done delivered you. That's right. But when you look at that unity is a multifaceted definition. The obvious root word is unit, which speaks of being single as well as complete. We should be complete. But when you and I don't allow the unity of God to flow based on our prejudiceness. Oh, yeah, we got some. I don't like light-skinned folks. I don't like tall. I don't like black. I don't like folks that talk a lot. I don't like folks that are quiet. We got some of the nonsense stuff that we're holding on to nonsense. that's keeping us from being unified nonsense. in the body of Christ. Right. Christ, Jesus didn't die for five or six group of people. That's right. You need to remember that. Come on. He died for his church, his brought out believers. That's right. So don't you let nobody make you separate from anybody. Even if you don't like them, you find something about God to like about them. That's right. You see what I'm saying? That's right. That's Folks don't rub right. you the wrong way, which uh -huh. they do. Uh-huh, they do. Some do Folks rub you character wrong way. is not going to line up with your character all the time. That's right. That's right. It's time for you to put your big boy pants on or your big girl panties uh -huh. on. And let's stand up and let... That's what's keeping the Holy Ghost from flowing. Yes, sir. If God ain't going to come, God can't come down in mercy ministry and bless two people. He wouldn't be God. Uh-huh, that's right. He's God of the multitude. The multitude. He's God of the masses. That's right. He's that's God right. of everybody that's in the building. That's right. That's God is not going to bless you financially and let you uh, snub your nose at the folks that you go to church with. Nope. The devil will bless you. Come on. God is not going to heal you and deliver you so that you can think you the heads above everybody else. That's right. God You'll never get that. your healing. Nope. You'll never get your deliverance. Nope. Because God, one thing that I found out about God, you got to do it God's way. That's right. In his way only. His way only. You know, we, we don't listen too much to stuff that's outside the word of God. That's right. It is God that prospers us. Yeah. It yep. is God that heals us. That's right. It is God that delivers That's us. That's right. All we got to do is maintain the right relationship with God, and then there's some demands that we can put on God, and God will rightfully honor. That's right. But you can't do it when you, you ain't doing right. I don't like Cicely. Uh, guess what? That ain't. I don't like Sister Leach coming back to you one day. That's right. You sure can't die. 
That's right. It's coming back. You can't die. I don't like Pastor Turner. You know what Pastor Turner said? Good. At least I know where you're staying. I know where you're staying. I ain't, I ain't got to worry about shaking hands and inviting you to dinner. Back. You see what I'm saying? We it's time for us to grow up. We don't have much time to get the work done. Come on now. And what, you know, they say, the enemy comes to break the, the chains and the link. Uh-huh. Man, amen. 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 You can't allow yourself to be the weak link. The Bible tells us the people that the devil is coming after. He's coming after those that drag behind. He's coming after the weak and the old. Same thing, same characteristics as the lion in the jungle. Yep. The lion don't want to face the strong folk. That's going to outrun him or tear him up. He's going after the weak one. So that's, if nothing else, that should be your motivation not to be the weak one. If you break the link in the unity, you are the weak one. Amen. Mm -hmm. You're destroying your own self. My God. And, 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 you know, it, 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 it seems like uh, it's not a problem, but it is. We, you hear us talk about the old days and when the church and the people got together. You know what? We try to feed y'all and get y'all to eat together. Do y'all know what? Fellowship and unity. Fellowship and unity. And, and you know what? It's a bad sign. You, you don't know. That's how I know who not to fellowship. I invite a church over and they don't eat with us. You know, they don't get, they don't get coming back. They don't get to come back. You can't fellowship with me. We have no unity. And look how God looks at unity. If we can't be one, how are we going to make it to heaven? If we can't be one, how are we going to get the job done? I challenge you to go back and read 71. Uh-huh. Because God chose us from various aspects of sin. That's right. And brought us in the church. And you ain't as clean as you're trying to portray you are. That's right. That's right. You ain't as holy as you're trying to portray you are. If you got a flaw, Sister Lisa, it's time to clean it up. Not break the unity. I'm going to leave it with you. I got mine delivered. Amen. We're going to take up our Sunday school offering. Amen.